Hey, this is Heidi Dawson. If you love all things health and wellness and style of any kind, hang out here with me each week. I'm obsessed with never-ending improvement, and it's all in an effort to help each one of us live a wildly successful lifestyle. Subscribe today so you don't miss a thing. Hi guys, welcome to episode 372 of the Wildly Successful Lifestyle Podcast. How are you? Thank you for being here. I love hanging out with you. I hope you know it. Now, I'm talking about a scary topic today. It's called structure. (laughs) Okay, I know it's not that scary. But for me, sometimes it really is. So there's another quote that I love from the Rick Rubin's book. I'm reading it, so it's been on top of mind, but it's the book on creativity. I put it in my show notes last, last episode. But he said in this quote, he said, structure and freedom seem like opposites when in reality they are partners. Now, I think he used the word discipline, but I think discipline and structure are almost the same thing. So structure and freedom seem like opposites when in reality, they're partners. (laughs) That's really interesting if you think about it. Now, I grew up with a lot of rules I had to follow because of my parents' religion. Now, it seemed to me there were way more things I couldn't do than that I could do. And as I've become an, an adult, I realize that that's probably normal for kids that lived in a very structured household growing up. But I also believe it's why all five of us, me and my four siblings, turned out stable, even though there are some family dynamics we have to work through because of differences in religious beliefs. We're all functioning, stable, well-balanced adults. And to have five kids turn out that way is a testament to the parents, if you ask me. But having that pretty strict structure growing up, though, put me on what feels like as a, a lifetime of sort of fighting against structure. I don't like structure. But most of the good things in my life, including my childhood, have come from some form of that, some, some form of structure. I've learned to sneak it into my life without feeling like I'm being tied down. So when Kevin, my trainer, we've been working out for probably seven years now. When we first started working out, we had very rigid schedules. So set times, I had to be there at, I I think it was eight o'clock. And I was working out with him four times a week. So it was very structured, very rigid, and uh, neither one of us liked it. (laughs) Side note, Kevin doesn't love structure either, but is also very disciplined, just like I am. So it's very interesting for us to work together. So we had to come up with a plan that worked for both of us. Now, this is what we've come up with. We know, I only work out with him twice a week now, so we know we're going to work out twice every week. We just aren't sure which day or which time. So the consistency is there, which is a form of, constru- of structure that works for me. We just have the flexibility to pick what days and times work best for both of us that specific week. And it's been working out perfectly, and we're both really happy with it. So you can have freedom and structure. Now, I need the structure of the appointment with him, but I also need the freedom of flexibility. That's another reason why I like being at a big gym is because there are lots of different classes at different times of the day. So again, I know I'm going to do yoga at least once a week, preferably twice, but I get to choose when because there's tons of classes. Now, this works for me. I have friends who work out same time every single day, every week, and that's their schedule, and that works for them. But you see, having that structure of exercising is really crucial to my overall well-being. But if it fights my existential need for freedom or the, for not feeling tied down, I don't know that I would do it. But because I do it, 
I'm super active. And I think that that in my mind, it allows me to continue that freedom of movement and agility even into old age. So that structure is ultimately creating freedom long-term. I just had to make it work for my own personal boundaries, which I've been doing. Now, there are a lot of times where um, structure creates freedom. I'll give you another example. So my dad called me the other day, and he was looking for Eric. Um, Because when my brother-in-law, I've talked about this before, my sister's older husband died, sort of, it was tragic. It was unexpected. So Eric had... Ask my dad, he's like, now in your religion, do they have a list of things that you need to do when someone dies? And my dad said, no, they don't. So Eric gave him the list of everything you need to do and not do when someone dies unexpectedly. And that was, you know, what happened. Now, the reason my dad was calling this week was, unfortunately, my other brother-in-law in Arkansas, his best friend died unexpectedly this week. He was 41. He was married. He had a young wife. And... They had no children, so she's distraught. So he had to step in. And he remembered that Eric had had that list for when Steve died and how comforting it was to have a checklist when that tragedy is taking over everyone's mind. So he was reaching out to get that list. You see, when everything feels like it's in disarray, the structure of that list gave my dad and Eric and my other brother-in-law the freedom to grieve themselves because they were, but also to help others that were grieving all while knowing they were getting everything done that needed to be handled when someone dies because there's a lot. That structure of that list allowed the emotions to be there without everything just falling apart. So you see, it comes in so many forms and it really is helpful We just have to learn to make friends with it. Now, if you're like me and you don't love structure, but you also have high standards, figuring out a form of it that works for you will benefit you short-term and long-term. I mean, think about the successes that you've had in your life, and I know you've had a lot of them. There was some sort of structure involved. Humans by nature are free spirits, but we also thrive on structure. Think about it this way. Without any sort of you know, discipline or structure of some form, things are very erratic. They're disorganized. Some like to call it spont- spontaneous, but I don't know if that's, that's what I would call it. So, but without structure, you use a lot of brain energy and a lot of your resources constantly having to make decisions because everything's so erratic. Rick has another quote in the book that I'm reading, and he says, put the decision-making into the work not into when you work. I think that's brilliant. But what he's saying here is to have a schedule for your work there, where there's no question when you're working, only the question is what you're working on. So you're putting, so all of your energy and reset resources can go into your work, not trying to find a time to do so. So for me, I know at my, I'm at my personal best first thing in the morning. So that's 90% of the time when I come up with my ideas for each of these episodes. I know I'm working on that every single morning, so I don't worry about it during the day because I know I'll have a solid four hours from around 5.30 to around 9.30 and 10 in the morning. If I need it, I can can work during that time. And having that structure allows my creativity to be put into each episode or anything else I'm working on instead of trying to make time randomly during the day. My morning routine is very structured. The rest of the day, not so much. 
Now, I have friends who are night owls, and their personal best time is at night. That's when they're most creative. So it's really natural for them to work at night, where for, for me, the morning is my most productive time. So think about it. When is your most productive time? What time of day do you feel the most creative and alive? That could be a really good time to naturally be doing something that you're working on or something that you love, creating something for your future without it feeling like you're tied down. So if you're one of the people like me who thinks you don't like structure but know the good stuff in life comes from it, maybe dissect that word a little bit into how it could mean something different so that it doesn't seem scary. So structure, I mean, ultimately really just means to organize things or to have a system. What we ultimately want in life is probably on the other side of some form of structure. So if you're like me and you don't like it, how do we reframe our viewpoint on it? Because that's the thing that provides us the thing we want most, freedom. We often resist any system or structure because we see it as a threat to our freedom, when ultimately it's the ticket to it. My challenge to you today is to evaluate your relationship to structure. Are you fighting against it because you think it takes away your freedom? Now, structure for you could be as easy as just saying it differently. Consistency with flexibility. For me, that works. So having an overall plan for the things you'll accomplish for the week, but not having to have it laid in concrete. Also, working when you're most productive, that could be working out, writing, starting a new business, working on your relationship. Do those things when you have the most energy because that's when you get the best results. Structure doesn't have to be scary or painful, but let's face it, we are working here to be wildly successful, so it does have to be part of our life. We just have to reframe it so that it works for our creative brains. Share this with three creative friends. I love you guys. I'll talk to you in a few days. Don't forget to subscribe and share with your friends because we're just going to keep going bigger and better places together. And I love that about us. Talk to you in a few days.